0: Gospel reading is from John, the 15th chapter. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another. As I have loved you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Andrew and Sammy, this is the day we are here. It seems that many people are chasing after love these days, or perhaps losing love these days. When we listen to country music, it always seems as if a poor cowboy has lost his pickup and his dog of all things and the love of his life. (laughs) And let us not get started on popular songs these days. The popular pop songs, you know what I'm talking about. Turn on the radio and we hear lyrics about people reaching out and pursuing love, chasing after love, love that seems to be so close, but is always escaping their grasp. And movies, let us not forget movies. How many movies have we watched and sat through? How many movies have you guys sat through and watched only to get to the very end where the hero, he gets the girl and then he dies, losing love in the last scene? It seems as if this is a theme of our lives. Always chasing love, always losing love, never grasping it. We think poor old Romeo and Juliet, they died just before obtaining love. From that poison they both took. And <laughs> who can forget that other historical one where Tony Stark gets pepper pots in the Avenger movies? He gets his girl, and then he loses his love. Love vanishes when Tony Stark dies, this Iron Man in that movie Endgames. Indeed, love seems fickle. It seems fickle these days. Love seems flighty, love seems dodgy, it seems evasive. The thought of chasing down love or losing love is, in fact, the reason for so much anxiety in our lives right now. We have this characteristic built into every one of us, and that is this, to be loved and to love. But love? Love is kind of like an ADHD kid squirming through a pastor's long sermon. Love seems to be squirrely. It does not want to stay put. It wants to get out of the pew. It wants to crawl under the pew. It wants to run out of the sanctuary. Love, it just can't seem to sit still. Today, though, today, though, Andrew and Sammy, we're not chasing love. We're not chasing love in the sanctuary. You are not chasing love. But today, you are publicly taking a seat in love that already exists. Think of it this way. We are here today because both of you have realized that there is love between the two of you. And this love between the both of you is not squirrely. It's not moving around all over the place. But it is a love that has been tested by time and friendship and trials. And so today is the day where you publicly are abiding in this love. Think of it this way. You are publicly dwelling together in this love that you have for each other. No more chasing No more chasing love, just abiding in love. What the musicians sing about, what about the movies that dramatize, the actors, what they dramatize, you actually have this day, you have right now. Now, perhaps I could say to everyone today, right here and right now, I could say to you, I could declare to you, say, you know, Sam and Andrew will live happily ever after. And the congregation, all of us here, we could say, ah, that would be great. We could tilt our heads and smile could also wave a magic wand today and say, Shazam, you are in love as a couple. All is good. But as you both know, as we all know here, even though you have settled into love, this love can grow thin. The world, the devil, and our own sinful natures have a way of eroding and attacking this love. You see, Sammy and Andrew, there are going to be times where your love will be attacked Sammy, I guarantee you that there will be times where you sigh, shake your head, and say, what is up with this man? Does he try to make me upset? And Andrew, there'll be times where you shrug your shoulders and you say, I don't know, I don't get it, whatever. And then right there, your love, and right there, your love will shift ever so slightly. This love will perhaps even melt ever so slightly. You will feel this happening, but you won't really know what to do about it. And so let's be honest right now. It is tough to love when others hurt us. Love grows thin very quickly in the heat of a fight. Frankly speaking, once we find and obtain love, this love still has a way of slipping out of our fingers. It has a way of crumbling apart beneath us. And so this is why, this is why, This is why that reading from the Gospel of John is so important for each and every one of us today, especially for both of you, the reading that you chose from John. Sammy and Andrew, hear me loud and clear. As important as your love is for each other, this love between the two of you cannot be the foundation of your marriage, for it is a love that is susceptible to becoming flighty and dodgy and evasive. That is why you must abide in a love that is bigger than your love for each other. And that love is the love of Christ Jesus for you both. Now, when I talk about the love of Christ, I'm not speaking about a Hallmark gift card kind of love. The kind with flowers and and feathers and, and very slanted font. Speaking of the love of Christ is not a fluffy religious sentiment rooted in sappy Christian coffee mug slogans. No, the love of Christ is a love that is deep. It's a love that's sacrificial. It's a love that sustains. It's a love that will sustain you, Sammy. It's a love that will sustain you, Andrew. It is a love that will sustain you, Sammy, when your love for Andrew and Andrew's love for you grows thin. The love of Christ is a love that cements you in assurance, Andrew, when your love for Sammy and Sammy's love for you shakes love of Christ is the kind of love that says to you this, Sammy, as good or as bad as it gets in life and marriage, you are forgiven by Christ. You are not forsaken. You belong to Jesus. And Andrew, it's the kind of love that says to you, dear brother, as good or as bad as it gets in life and marriage, you are forgiven. You're not forsaken. You belong to Christ. Sammy, it is right here, abiding in Christ's love, that you are able to muddle through this life, knowing that you are always loved. It is right here, abiding in Christ's tender love that never fades or withers, so that you can, Sammy, so that you can unconditionally love and respect your man, your husband, Andrew. And Andrew, it is right here, abiding in Christ's love, that you are able to muddle through this life, knowing that you are always loved, that you always are accepted by another. It is right here, abiding in Christ's sacrificial death, his love that never fails or never wimps out, so that you can unconditionally love and sacrifice everything, even your very life, for your precious bride, Sammy. And Andrew and Sammy, as you abide in a love that is bigger, that is greater, that is deeper, that is wider than your love for each other, hear this. Nothing in this life will be able to drive a wedge between you and Christ's love. There's no way, no trouble, no hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst of sins listed in all of Scripture. Come what may in your life and marriage, none of it will faze you because Christ loves you. And you abide in his love. Sammy and Andrew, it is my prayer for you, as you abide in the love of Christ, that you may be absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between you and God's love because of the way that Jesus, your master, has embraced you. And so, Sammy and Andrew, love each other deeply today. Abide in this love. Rest in the fact that there is no need to chase love. You have it right here. But when this love becomes squarely, rest in the love of Christ that does not change, that does not move, that is stable, that is bigger than you. Rest in Christ's greater love that holds you and especially holds this marriage. God bless you both. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with.